Today's episode is sponsored by Adam and Eve. You know, I read so many stories about cheating partners and unhappy marriages. Maybe people wouldn't be in such unhappy relationships if they spent more time nurturing their love life. That's why you should check out today's sponsor, Adam and Eve. They've got toys for men, toys for women, and toys for... How should I put this? Well, it's not exactly r slash am I the butthole. More like r slash I'm in the butthole. And yeah, I realize that ordering adult toys can be a little scary because you may be concerned about privacy. Don't worry, Adam and Eve offers discreet and free shipping for your package. Trust me, these people are experts in your package. You can get 50% off on just about any item, along with free shipping and rush processing. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item. It could be an adventurous new toy or anything you desire. Then enter code R slash at checkout. That's R slash R S L A S H at adamandeve.com. This is an exclusive offer specific to this podcast, so be sure to use code R slash to get your discount, plus 100% free shipping, and get it fast with rush processing. Use code R slash. Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Welcome to R slash Top Posts, where OP's sister-in-law thinks that she's a three-year-old girl and tries to kidnap OP's daughter. Our next Reddit post comes from r slash relationship advice. My brother's girlfriend has an altar of my child. I'm a 34-year-old man. My wife is 32. My brother is 27, and my brother's girlfriend is 26. My brother's been dating his girlfriend for about a year now. She's a nice girl, but at times, her behavior is odd and erratic. She asked over and over again to babysit for my kids, a 3-year-old girl and a 5-year-old boy. My wife and I have always said no. This weekend, we had a barbecue, and she was acting extremely strangely, only speaking in a baby voice, not talking to any of the adults, and running around with the kids. My wife pulled me aside at one point, extremely upset. She found my brother's girlfriend in our three-year-old's room in her playpen slash ball pit area, sucking her thumb covered in our daughter's blankets with all of her stuffed animals. Yo, what the f***? My wife was completely confused as to what was going on, and when she asked my brother's girlfriend what she was doing, she responded in a baby voice that she was tired and needed nappies. My wife immediately came to get me, and we both confronted my brother to ask him what the hell was going on. My brother got extremely embarrassed. He said that his girlfriend has dissociative identity disorder, and one of her alter egos is a three-year-old girl. My wife and I don't know anything about this disorder, so we didn't really say anything. Just told him to please go get her and keep her out of the kids' room. 
He went to go get her, but within 15 minutes, he still wasn't out. I went to go see what was going on, and his girlfriend was extremely upset, insisting that he calls her Avalyn, our daughter's- Our- Yo, what? Insisting that he calls her Avalyn, which is our daughter's name. That was the last straw for my wife. She told her to leave. My brother's girlfriend starts straight up sobbing, using her baby voice, saying she's confused and doesn't understand why everyone is being so mean to me and calling her the wrong name. That night, my brother called and admitted that not only is one of her alters a three-year-old, but it's very specifically our three-year-old. Yo, what the f***, guys? What the f***? I try not to cuss, but what the f***? What the f***? am I reading? He said that he can't talk to her about this because when she's not her Avalyn alter, she doesn't remember anything. And when she is her Avalyn alter, she isn't rational. My wife and I told my brother that she's not allowed at family functions anymore and she's not allowed around our kids. My wife was extremely upset and told my brother that his girlfriend was psychotic and that she wouldn't understand why he was still with someone like that. My brother is upset that my wife said those things about her, and said that he understands that we would be upset about her having an altar of our daughter, but that she can't help it, and we should be more understanding because it's a disorder due to childhood trauma. Did my wife handle this the right way? We know nothing about this disorder, and doing research into it, the medical definition definitely doesn't seem to match the way my brother's girlfriend is acting. To be clear, she doesn't have an official diagnosis. Apparently, it was rude of my wife and I to ask if she was getting treatment or had a diagnosis because therapy isn't available to anyone and self-diagnosis is valid. She comes from a very affluent family and definitely has the resources to get therapy and a proper diagnosis. Okay, oh my god you guys. I can definitely understand that not everyone can afford therapy or a proper diagnosis. But if a grown woman thinks that she's a three-year-old girl and is climbing into playpens and sucking her thumbs, then you find a way to pay for the therapy slash actual diagnosis. And I'm not necessarily being critical of the girlfriend because, hey, maybe she does actually have an alter ego of OP's three-year-old daughter. I know nothing about this condition, so I guess it's possible, but... What blows my mind, what's ridiculous to me, is that OP's brother is dating someone who thinks sometimes that she is his three-year-old niece, and he's like, yep, that's the girl I want to be with. Oh god, I hate that I have to ask this question. Is he into that? If I were dating a girl and she had these mental breaks where she thought that she was my brother's three-year-old child, I would never ever, under any circumstance imaginable, allow that woman around my actual niece. Worst case scenario, it's physically dangerous. And even in the best case scenario, it's extremely disrespectful to the niece and the niece's parents. And then, you know, there's another possibility. I hate to say it because if I'm wrong, I really, really look like a tool bag. But there's the possibility that she's lying, that she doesn't actually have this disorder, that she just does this because she wants to, because she feels like it, because it's some fetish or something. Who knows? And then OP posted an update. So to start things off, my wife and I have done a lot of research into dissociative identity disorder. Right off the bat, I'll be blunt here. I do not believe in the fad of dissociative identity disorder or anything that goes along with it. Then OP goes into a long paragraph where he basically argues that he thinks a lot of people are faking dissociative identity disorder. Now that that's out of the way, my wife and I have heard from my brother after the party. He, th <laughs> he thinks that we owe his girlfriend an apology. 
We told him that he owes us an apology for not telling us about his girlfriend's erratic and psychotic behavior. I'm not using the term psychotic to be insulting. I really do think that she's experiencing some sort of psychosis. My wife told him that due to his extraordinary lack of judgment in bringing her around our family and our kids, when he knew about this, we didn't really feel comfortable having him around our children without one of us directly there either. We encouraged him to get her to see an actual doctor and get checked out. We told him that we'd be willing to help her look for doctors in the area if she needed support and didn't want to involve her family in this for whatever reason. But we also told him that under no circumstances will she be allowed around our kids again unless she goes through intensive therapy, realizes what she did was wrong, and apologizes for it. Yo, what? OP clarifies, hold on. By the way... She does have a TikTok account where she pretends to be my daughter. Yo, what? Let's suppose for a second, let's just hypothetically imagine that this woman really does genuinely have dissociative identity disorder, and she really does have an alter ego of her own three-year-old niece. And then she posts TikToks of her acting like this little girl? That is so disrespectful to the niece and the niece's family. You know, even if she does have the mind of a three-year-old and she can't help it, the three-year-old isn't the one posting the TikToks. That means a grown adult is like, you know what? This makes amazing TikTok content. I'm going to take this video which deeply disrespects my niece and her family and post it on TikTok. You know, for the likes and the favorites and the comments and the shares. I'm such a great content creator. This woman is, okay, I've lost all sympathy for this woman. I now am with OP. I think that it's fake. Because if it weren't fake, if she were really struggling with this, why would you post this stuff online? You could argue that maybe she's doing it for awareness, but even if that's the case, to post that altar of an actual family member who's a three-year-old girl is disgusting. You would at least have to get the consent of the actual real parents of the actual real girl and not just post the alter ego whenever you felt like it. So if she does have DID, she's extremely unethical, and if she doesn't have DID, then she's just bonkers, nuts, crazy, psycho, what a weirdo. Then we have another update. This is probably going to be my last update because we've since cut off all contact with her and my brother and we're in contact with the police. She refused to get inpatient psychiatric help willingly, but her family put her under a 5150. What is that? Is that where they like force you in? 5150 is the number of the Welfare and Institutions Code which allows an adult who is experiencing a mental health crisis to be involuntarily detained for a 72-hour psychiatric hospitalization when evaluated to be in danger of others, themselves, or gravely disabled. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Long story short, the girlfriend approached our child while she was at the park with the nanny. Oh my god. Luckily, the nanny knows about the situation and removed our daughter immediately, contacted the cops, and then contacted us. She tried to tell our nanny that we told her to pick up our daughter and take her to her grandmother's house. She waited until it was close to the end of our nanny's shift to make it more believable. Luckily, the nanny didn't engage with her. She just picked up our daughter and walked away, recording the entire incident to have proof. She ran after the nanny, telling our daughter, Go ahead, Evelyn. Tell her you know me. We're going to go to Grandma's. Her family told us that there's never been any abuse in the family. She's never claimed to them that she has DID, though they've long suspected that she has histrionic personality disorder. My brother hasn't contacted us since this happened, but my wife doesn't want contact with him anyway, and I agree with her. Yo guys, I gotta ask, which version of this girlfriend drove to the park to see the three-year-old girl? 
because three-year-olds can't drive and they don't know where the park is and they can't stalk someone to know when they're going to be at the park and then plan and ambush them. So it can't be the three-year-old. That would have to mean that either one of the non-three-year-old alter egos did it, in which case the non-alter ego is a psychopath, or it's just a lie, in which case she's a different kind of psychopath. So, man, this story's ridiculous. I really agree with OP here. I don't know anything about dissociative identity disorder. I don't know how it actually works, but just the logic doesn't make sense here. She's got to be lying, right? That has to be what's going on. The girlfriend is just pretending to be a three-year-old and doesn't actually believe that she's a three-year-old. She's doing this for attention question mark because it's a fetish question mark i really i really don't know guys if anyone has any insight as to what the hell is going on with this story please let me know in the comments i am lost i'm confused i am scared someone help me our next reddit post is from legal advice i got a girl pregnant and she wanted to get an abortion but i didn't want that she ended up not getting one and now she's not involved at all We weren't in a serious relationship when she got pregnant. She has never met our son. Even after the birth, she's had no desire to see him. We went to court to figure out custody and child support, and I have 100% full legal custody. Her name is on the birth certificate, but she has no custody and no right to visitation or to make things like medical or educational decisions. She didn't want any of that. Every month, she pays 125% of the court-ordered child support. She says that if I ever marry someone who wants to adopt him, she'll agree, but until then, she'll pay child support. It's been this way since our son was born. I'm raising our son all on my own. He's 18 months old now, and he's never met her, and I don't even have any photos of her. I'm burned out, and I hate being a single parent. I love my son, but I resent him. My family tries to help when they can, but I do it most of the time. I would never hurt or neglect him, but I'm exhausted all the time. I tried to go to court to give her split custody, but the judge said that we can't force her to look after him. I haven't seen her in almost a year, and the last I heard, she had a tummy tuck and laser stretch marks treatment, and she's working at a gym. She also told her friends and family that she's an egg donor, not a mother. She's a deadbeat mom, and the court won't do anything, and is forcing me to struggle as a single parent. Do I have any legal remedies here? Yo, this guy calls this woman a deadbeat mom? OP, she's given you pretty much everything you've ever asked for. She didn't want the child, you did. Okay, you get the child. She didn't want custody, you did want custody. Okay, you get custody. She doesn't want to be responsible for the kid. You do want her to be responsible for the kid. Okay, she pays more than she's legally required to in child support. She's not a deadbeat. A deadbeat is someone who doesn't pay, doesn't help, doesn't do anything. She's not involved, but, you know, technically she has a right to not be involved, especially since she said she doesn't want the baby, and you said, no, we have to have the baby. OB, I think the reality here is that you tried to baby trap this woman. She probably didn't want to be baby trapped because based on this post, you're not a very good person. You literally got what you asked for and now you're blaming her for your bad choices. Am I the butthole for asking my mentor's fiancé not to marry him? I'm currently 30 and I had a very rough childhood. My life was aimless. 12 years ago, a friend of mine introduced me to this mentorship group that guides young people to realize their dreams. There's this one guy, Isaiah, who's 35. His PA, and to be clear, I don't know what a PA is. I tried to look it up, but I couldn't find anything. His PA, Kelvin, is 30, and three senior mentors who help manage the place. 
Even though Kelvin was very young back then, he devoted his life to helping the youth turn around their lives. I got very close to Kelvin. With his help, I made it to college and I'm currently a teacher. I go to him for advice for anything from family to work to school. He's always there to assist me, even though he has a life of his own. It's been years, but I'm still in the mentorship group. I'm currently a mentor, also helping others. The group has grown and we have 30 branches. Kelvin is still currently the associate partner. Along the way, I fell in love with Kelvin. I confessed my love to him twice. The first time, he told me that he isn't ready to start dating and he wants to focus on himself in the group. The second time, two years ago, he told me the same thing and told me not to wait for him, but to go out there and find someone to date if I wanted to. My issue started when we had a mentors meeting. We decided to have a dinner party and were allowed to bring our dates. I overheard one of the senior mentors teasing Kelvin about me. She told him that after he takes me out to dinner, they'll be expecting wedding bell shortly. Kelvin only laughed. I even go to his home and sleep on his bed. The only thing he never allows me to do is cook for him or do his laundry, even though I offer several times? Wait, they live together? Hold on. They sleep in the same bed, and she cooks for him? Okay, this got weird. Kelvin didn't invite me. I know that he's shy. I still want to attend the dinner. He entered with the lady and introduced her as his fiancée. Everyone was shocked, except for Isaac and two of the male senior leaders who seemed to know her very well. Her name is Kira, a doctor. She told me that Kelvin has told her much about me and that she's proud of me. I also found out that she's very rich and a major financer of the group. In fact, she's the one who decided the name of the group and she's been to a few meetings. I feel so deceived and annoyed. I saw him holding hands with Kira and he kissed her. He never held my hands once. I always thought that he was just shy, which was sweet. That same evening, they announced they're getting married in a very private ceremony a month away. I couldn't contain my anger. I pulled Kira aside and begged her not to marry Kelvin. I had planned my whole life around him from the first day I saw him. From our big wedding, to kids, to managing the foundation together. Most of the volunteers even respects me as Kevin's wife-to-be and has given me that honor. She told me that she's sorry, but she and Kelvin had also planned their lives since she was 13 and she's pregnant. I was shouting so people heard me. She told Kelvin, who acted shocked. He said he loved and cared for me as a sister and I disrespected his fiancée and embarrassed him. Now everyone said that I'm the butthole. Okay, I'll be honest with you, this post is confusing to me. What, is, what does she mean when she said, I even go to his home and sleep on his bed? Do they live together? If that's the case, then Kelvin has been stringing her along for who knows how long. In that case, I can kind of understand where she's coming from, but I'm not sure if that's entirely accurate because she said that everyone in the group agrees that she is his honorary wife, which sounds delusional. So, uh, I have to wonder, maybe she breaks into his home and sleeps on his bed that way. It sounds like OP is not fully connected to reality here. That was r slash top post from Reddit. And if you like this content, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.